Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance. All right, welcome back to Working Interferences. You are a piece of shit. I know. So you just completely. So I feel the love so much, um, and when I say love, hate is that the word? No, no, we're fine. Okay, all right. We're so by, by popular demand, people requested for more drunk Holly, oh and my so we shit fuck shit story. Tell me about your shit story. I'm just all right. Yeah. So we did we went, uh, my we went to dinner it's Wednesday. With our daughter with Brianna. We went to dinner with our daughter Brianna. That's what you said. Okay. Right. Okay. Next. Why'd you even bring that up? What's that got to do? Because it's Wednesday. Right. It's Wednesday. So we had dinner with Brianna, and we go to this this vino at the landing in Renton, Washington, with Egypt and Tara. Yes, love if you've them. Never been there. That's a place to go because it's really fun. It's kind of like Cheers. We go there every Wednesday. Yeah, once they know us, we, we we're regulars. Hang out with Brianna. They know us. We they do a thing. And so we had, you know, bottles of wine there. And um, and because, was it Jennifer Simpson? Who, who was it that said that they love drunk Holly makes her laugh every time? I don't know, but I'm having to struggle today. Yeah. Suddenly, because you real... were fine until like two seconds ago. Yeah, and then you just really... Because I, I opened a bottle of Tertulia Cellars, and you're like, God damn it, they ran out of business. Which... I didn't realize meant don't open the bottle. Yeah, because that's all we have. Because yesterday like, you said make sure you open the Tertulia that or that what the box over there. But it's Tertulia not a box wine, it's a is box actually full of bottles. they're one of the only ones that carry Carmenere in Washington mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. And How's that actually, working for you? They actually know what to do with Carmenere mm, as opposed to everyone else. Okay, and they because of 2020 and the clusterfuck that Washington is. What was 2020? I can't. I, can't. I don't understand. What's 2020? They didn't get to sell all their wine. They didn't have the tourism. They didn't have shit. Are and you kidding? Everybody was drinking in 2020. Everybody was drinking what they had, but they weren't going to Walla Walla to buy their fucking wine. Mm. And so this winery mm. didn't sell enough So is it wine. good or bad to drink their wine? No, because I'm not going to ever be able to have their wine again. And how many bottles do you have? Twelve. Okay. So I think you're going to drink some of their wine. We've already drank in six of them. Drinking? Drinking and Sanks. What's Sanks? I don't know. It says like Sanka? It's like Spanish or something. Sanks. I, I have no idea what you're trying to say. Shut up. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Shut up, Bianca. Stop throwing in words. I I didn't hear you. What? I can't. Sace. Sace. I've had Sace of their bottles. Spanish. Everybody's against me. I really Everybody. feel drunk, so can we move it along? You you totally are not drunk. Okay, so we were talking about what should we talk about this week, and I actually took notes. Okay, I'm ready. To start, because this is just... All right, so take two. We're, <laughs> um, we're going to try this over all over again. Uh, by popular request or, or popular comments that people, the feedback, people like Drunk Holly. So I thought it was yeah. going to be a good idea to get you all liquored it was up. Not a good idea. <laughs> so we I figured we had, we pre-gamed. We went to the vino. Well, we went to land. dinner with our daughter, which right. we always do on and, Wednesday nights. You know, have some wine, <clears throat> and then I got you back here, and I said I'm going to really make sure you. But are... the problem was, we got back here. You opened the bottle, uh-huh. and you sat down, and we started. Yeah, I hadn't even had a drink of my wine that you poured. Mm-hmm. The whole room started spinning, and I did the Irish goodbye of, um, I have to go now, because yeah. Holly all of a sudden was in the tilt-a-whirl, 
and she couldn't get off. I, I just thought you had a, a bathroom emergency, and so I kept waiting, and oh <laughs> I, I kept drinking the wine. Going, well, I think she'll be God back. Didn't waste the bottle of wine, right? Exactly. So I I watched an episode of Boba Fett, but and- I never came back. So now I'm back. It's the morning. Um, it's really I'm really back. So so yeah. But I just got a message from a friend of mine who also does a podcast, and she's a therapist. And she goes, oh, I never did respond about listening to your guys' podcast. She's like, my husband and I actually listened to it and really liked it, but we want you to go back to another and talk candidly about being married to a dentist. Oh, God. (laughs) I... I'm not sure I really want to do a live take of this. <laughs> I want to I want to give you a script. You know, I do think that it it's unusual. It's so Is it? I mean, it's just I'm just a dude. Well, it's not just you. It's the product of the whole of of being married to a dentist. So we've been married for it's coming up on 30 years. Oh, I have no idea. Something like that. Um <laughs> I don't really know. I, have I think to, we're at 28. I'm a terrible math person. No, I don't think so. 27? I think we're 29. And Oh, yeah. 29. I got to carry and the we, one. Yeah. We, our anniversary is in June. Yeah. So, but I do think it's interesting because I had another friend that from when my girls were little, I have known her for, God, I don't know, 24 years, something like that. And she had been married, got divorced. And was single for a very long time. And then she got married again, but she married a dentist. And everybody's like, oh, my God, she's married a dentist. She has it made. Life is great. And I talked to another friend of ours who's like, God, she's having a really tough time. And I don't know what she's complaining about. She's married to a dentist. And I looked at her just dead face. And I was like, yeah, because you have no idea. You have no idea what it's like being married to a dentist. You're married to somebody who has pays somebody literally to clean up after them at their office. They don't have to clean anything. So when they come home, especially if they've been single for years and years and years, and they probably have a housekeeper. Now they're married, got rid of their housekeeper and they have a wife. And if the wife isn't like on board to be the housekeeper, it's a whole shit storm of trouble. So I'm feeling attacked right now, which is fine. Okay. You can own the being attacked, but I mean, it's, it's a different animal. You don't have the luxury of, Oh, go look for another job if you're not happy. Yeah. That, that part I, I think gets overlooked if you're the practice owner. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, that's why the, the being associate so enticing to me. Well, is... but even being an associate, I look at, uh, I almost called him uncle Clint. Clint, <laughs> <laughs> look, we love you, Clint. You're one of our favorite humans ever. Um, I look at Clint, it's not as easy to just go to another office. Well, there, there's definitely some downsides to it. Um, it it's, you're not in con- full control, but as, as, as a practice owner, you're married to two people. You're married to your well, wife you're and you're married to, to the practice. Yeah. And, you know, it's a whole other ballgame. Everybody's like, oh, you're married to a doctor. I'm like, no, I'm married to a dentist. I'm not married. I mean, yes, he Wait. has. Again, <laughs> I'm feeling attacked here. But it, the there's fuck? such a weird illusion of what it means to be married to a dentist. And I hate to say it, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I mean, I grew up in a church where the the more education you had, the higher you got to climb the ladder of the church. And... So you always associate that with, oh, that would be the great catch. I mean, you weren't going to dental school when we met and you weren't even applied to dental school or you hadn't even figured out you wanted to go to dental school until after we had met and been dating. So, but a lot of people that's like, oh, I need to marry him. He's going to dental school or I need to marry him because my life will be made. You know, it's hard. I mean, and I know I'm not a treat. I am far beyond a treat and i'm going to choose to remain silent but it's it's an my interesting miranda rights <laughs> <laughs> i'm not waving my miranda rights You're like <laughs> safety will yeah silence is golden <laughs> <laughs> but it's and advised you know i i look at a lot of people 
and a lot of dental wives, they, it's a struggle for all of us, I would say. I don't know anybody who is kind of just along for the ride. I mean, it's a, it's a different beast. You can't, you can't just go get another job. You can't, you know, just walk away or relocate or relocate. We can't get up and move. We can't, you know, like we moved to Seattle so that our kids would be near their grandparents. Mm -hmm. Had I had it to do over again, I most likely would not have chosen that path. No, I would have chosen a path of very sunny, very warm. And we would just fly to visit grandma and grandpa. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I would have done. Um, so it, it's a it's a weird thing. I mean, and then to kind of have your hand forced into dentistry, and it, that does happen with a lot of dental spouses, whether it's a guy or a girl, you get your hand dealt to you, even if it's not of any interest to you. Right. Kind of like, um, I don't know if you, <clears throat> you knew this, uh, Aaron Elliott's husband is helping out um, recently he's taken over being the this like the sleep champion um, uh, yeah and uh so he is quickly learning uh doing very well i i am told that able to scan uh arches and and she's able to delegate the sleep aspect well, it's not rocket science but it, if if it doesn't interest you at all right and i don't believe he was very interested but but it was a need it was uh and he seemed Gracious to do it. I don't want to say. He's well, I mean, I do it at a necessity, and I make the best of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I really like our patients. I really, but I don't. It's not. I'm. I. It doesn't allow me a creative outlet. It doesn't mm -hmm. like at least in some points of your day. You. It does allow a, a creative outlet. Right. For me, I feel like I am constantly having to be on guard. And I'm always having to be ready for the next fight because I deal with the bullshit mm -hmm. and I am like your first line of defense. I'm like, no, you can't see him. I mean, right. the, 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 the proper person up front is going to be the, the key key master or the gatekeeper gozer to make sure that people don't get to see me. Well, that's the there's thing. There's too many people that won't and, want to. So, and you know, there's a lot of really so the answer to your friend's question is it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nice thing is, and, uh, you know, you and I, I feel like we work pretty well together. You think so? <laughs> I know I'm delightful to work I, with. I don't know what, what the I fuck said. you're talking about. <laughs> that's what I said. I, weren't you listening? But I mean, I just think it's, it is an interesting position to be in because the outside world that doesn't know anything about dentistry or how any of it works thinks that I have it made and that I sit in the lap of luxury. And I'm like, well, most people, what I'm getting feedback, most people just think that you open your door as a, as a dentist. I'm just, people come in and there's always patience and, and it's just a constant flow. Not, not realizing there's ebbs and flows and one month might be gangbusters productivity and the next month might be a lot of crickets. Yeah. I mean, and that wears heavily on both parties in a marriage mm -hmm. because what? Yeah, it's, but it's not, I mean, do I regret it? No. I mean, we've had a great life. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's been touch and go sometimes, but who isn't? Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, I still like you for the most part. <laughs> Unless the dishes aren't done and I have to do the dishes. and But, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting message. I got mm -hmm. that this morning. And um, we've had some good feedback from people. I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, and if you reviews. don't think we um, actually read them, we do. No, we, we love the reviews. We love the feedback. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please even edit your, your uh, review. Uh, yeah. Just to give it a new refreshing... Yeah, stance we, we on love it. the feedback. We, it's been mostly, if not entirely positive. I can't think of yeah, it. Yeah, it's been really great. And um, we just had a review. I don't remember. I didn't know his actual real name. But it's nice to have that feedback that I am an okay substitute for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
<laughs> now, what's interesting, you know, uh, and the, you, I had to translate a few things because Aaron Elliott always tries to be the first one to say WID, which yeah, is. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know what that means. Which is Working Interferences Day, uh, said in the voice of Billy Madison when it was Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love Billy Madison. I know. That's one of my favorite, favorite movies. Which is a litmus test. If you, if you didn't like it, then we can't be friends. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, another shout out to Aaron Louisignant. His uh, apparently his, his new associate actually has been listening to the show since dental school, and she um, still makes his life uh, an absolute joy. And uh, and I think that's awesome. Knock that, on wood. That yeah, so that Aaron was able to find someone. I, I, it sounds totally accidental, like it wasn't even by design or anything, and it's just is working out way better than than ever hoped so that's that's awesome on for for him now you've been up now you you kind of dipped your toes into dental some dental groups your facebook wasn't flooded with dental things and now you've kind of i think i forwarded something that was funny in a group but you couldn't see it because it was a private group so then you joined the group and now you're seeing how bitchy dentists are well <laughs> the, the one thing that is really surprising to me mm-hmm it is such a small industry mm-hmm. and I don't understand what these people are doing. When you say these people, you being racist? N- no. Well, maybe. Okay. I'm classifying <laughs> dentists as these people uh-huh. um, or even staff members. Do they not know that this industry is so small that you have six degrees of dentists Right. You know, everybody knows somebody down the line. The six degrees of Kevin Bacon become... 100%. This. Uh, yeah. And I'm on some of these Facebook forums and I'm like, dude, I know this guy. You're totally talking shit about somebody I know. Mm-hmm. And I actually know him personally. Mm-hmm. So I know that this is turning into a dick measuring situation mm-hmm. and... Your panties are all in a bunch because you didn't get what you wanted. Well, what's interesting is is I, I don't think you've been able to see it. I don't really talk about it that much, but there there's a lot of predatory people out there in dentistry that that will come off in a guise of I'm going to help the the new grad and and you know be nice and uh, but really the the efforts are always um, it, it doesn't it doesn't take long for most people to. to figure out the, the end game and that this person really isn't um, as admirable as many think. But there's definitely acolytes out there that will then come to that guy's defense. And um, this one person that you were referring to uh, was stabbed in the back enough or it, it, bad enough taste that he is making sure that it's well known the the real machinations that this guy does. And so it, it invites feedback from the acolytes that it will... I mean, it, it really, it's like a cult. Having been, it really is. Being familiar with the cult, I can see the um You know, you methods. have, yeah, you've got certain things or people or even schools of dentistry mm-hmm. that, you know, it's taboo to talk about. It's taboo to criticize. It's, mm-hmm. you know, but I am shocked. And I'll say this, especially on some of the forums, like, the assistant forms or the hygienist forms mm-hmm. or, and cause I'm a parts of just, I just kind of sprinkle myself yeah. through and I just kind of watch everything. Mark and I'm territory. I, yeah, always, <laughs> always. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. <laughs> um, but I'm like, you do know that shit talking your boss on a forum and think that nobody else on this forum knows your boss. Right. You are dumber than a fucking <laughs> rock at the bottom of Charlie Brown's Halloween bag. Okay. And oddly specific. I'm just well, it's it gives them a visual because okay. we're not they can't see anything. <laughs> but I would encourage some of these well, a lot of dentists to be a part of those forums to see what's being said out there. Mm-hmm. Because well, what's I, I joined some a local group not long ago and I saw one of my employee former employees make comments and she was one of the dumbest stupidest people that has ever breathed air and I saw her giving advice I'm like oh my god uh, please don't take it from her and how do you, how do you tell the, the the group she's a moron without really looking saying, like an asshole well and, and, and saying she's a moron yeah um 
she she's such a moron, and I was afraid of. I, I mean, I blocked her. I, I want to make sure I never saw her stuff. I didn't want her seeing my comments and things because, oh, what? But a pile. That, I mean, yeah, because as dentists and just employers in general, you only can see what is right in front of you. Right, but I mean, you did know. you take advice from? Her? Oh God, no. <laughs> God, I, I got to it's 20 minutes and I got to beat that. Oh, Jesus. She was. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, and I, I hate to say it right now because people are so desperate for employees uh-huh. that they're taking just any yeah. breathing person. The stupid people have job security. And, you know, and we've found ourselves in the situation mm-hmm. of. You know, do we let this person go? And my response to Lance is, are you prepared to clean up after yourself? Because none of us are going to run in there and do it. Mm-hmm. So you either going to make it work or let her go and clean up after yourself. But yeah. I mean, the luxury you do have is you can do everything that you do without an assistant, where a lot of guys can't do that. The only Probably the Chrome surgeries I really... That's hard. Well, no, but I, and, I'm but fine assisted, with assisting on those. Yeah. And, and so you, you were surprisingly amazing. So, but generally speaking, doing crowns, doing fillings, I, I don't need well, that's like, the because thing. of the isolite. A big shout out to Zyrus because that's that yeah, product, that was a game changer for you. That 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 I I won't practice dentistry. Every, so every time I go to offices to help them out, I you know ask, do you have an isolite? And if they don't. Oh, it's just a miserable day. I, I, I absolutely hate working um, without one. So, Well, and, and I don't want to say you're a prima donna, but you kind of are. But it's because you... I re- like what I like. Well, and you're welcome <laughs> for learning that phrase. I, Footnote I, on that. I, Everybody makes fun of me when we go out to dinner because I... Because you're Sally from When Harry Met Sally. Well, part... You like you're yes. dressing on the side, and well, if you don't have the, the thing Caesar, is, then I, I know what is going to taste good. Then, then, if you don't have the Caesar, then I don't want anything. Well, well, I came from the food industry. I am very good in the kitchen, and I know what tastes you're good. You're great in the kitchen. I know. Well, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> I have many talents, um, but it's yeah. I I am that person. If you are get really embarrassed with people who ask 9 million questions at a restaurant and then ask the chef to like redo all of their stuff. Don't ever go to dinner with them. Right. And, or can you bring the chef out here? I want to learn what, how they did this. <laughs> could you ask him if I could have his recipe <laughs> and his technique? <laughs> Cause I thought he did a very good job and I have done that many a times and yeah. everybody's, you get these chefs coming out here like, ready for a fight thinking that something was wrong and, and she was being, and, but then they but become they best love friends. Me. Yeah. Then we have <laughs> so a great old time. You get their email address and you guys are, are you know, Instagramming. I mean, it's just, yes. it's, it's weird. It is. I mean, uh, I say weird. I meant awesome. Yeah. Well, it's gotten us into a lot of really good places. So just mind yourself, sir. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. But yeah, I just want to put a shout out. If you're so angry at another dentist that you are consumed with shit talking them at every turn and posting shit about them at every turn. First of all, you really need to go to therapy. Second of all, and a shout out to better help. Uh, better help was a <laughs> better help uh, yep. online version. Our daughter was needing a change in therapist and um, people weren't returning her calls, but better help is out there. Yeah, definitely. Whatever avenue, because even with that, you get to interview your therapist. Right. So I I appreciate that. You can find the one that's going to work the best for you. And, you know, like our daughter, she needed someone who was going to give her homework every week. Mm -hmm. Things to work on. She's kind of a task-oriented person. I was somebody who... She's a procrastinator, but she'll do her homework eventually. Exactly. But I needed somebody who would call me on my shit and wasn't afraid of me. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I got in my therapist. So interview. I highly recommend therapy to everybody, especially in the dental field, because I seriously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I actually have notes. Um, so one of the notes I brought up was was fake reviews. What are your th- You had thoughts. You had specific thoughts on uh, people pretending to be people to make a review. Well, my thing is, 
which is weird because we've actually traced it back to a couple people in the dental field. Mm-hmm. And why are, is our success such a threat to you? Well, I just think it's it's absolute bullshit to take something because this even happened with Josh. Josh was said something disparaging. It was kind of an argument with uh, some hygienists, and some hygienist in like Colorado made a fake review on Yelp uh, on his about him, and um, and so she and she was all high and mighty, and and you know the the keyboard warrior where that behind the screen they can say whatever they want and you know all that, but then Josh used his kung fu and fa- could trace it back and found out who she was, and who her employer was, and got told let let the boss know. Suddenly she became very apologetic. I don't think she lost her job, but she may have. Um, she should have. It was a couple years ago, so it was before the short staff shortage. So uh, if yeah, she should have been fired. Well, it was, and that's the it's thing. It's a horrible thing to do. It, 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 fine, we're going to argue and say shit on Facebook. That that's just is what it is. But don't, don't go in the real world and start to try to destroy someone's livelihood. Which is the thing. It's, you know, karma is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And karma is on their own clock. So you do shit like this. Well, this is why Tom Hadley had an idea. And he, he, he it was a good idea. I just don't know how... It hasn't gotten off the ground because none of us can figure out how to do it. But there's got to be a way where we can actually rate patients. So they feel all empowered to give one-star reviews. But how about we find a way to blackball them so they can't get treated or are only funneled to the lowest level? Denominator of Because uh, I think if people knew that their behavior could lead to... Well, that goes back to that one creepy show that the girls were watching during oh, that like black mirror or black mirror they had an episode where you yeah. rated everybody that you came in contact yeah, with social currency yeah and i mean i don't believe in that yeah that was a bit extreme but, but that is the i mean that's, that's the, the whole thing is yeah. if you were a piece of shit human being guess what everybody knew you're a piece of shit when they came in contact with you because your picture showed up on their phone yeah and it said oh you're a one-star human nope yeah there's the door yeah. bye-bye and, but yeah, it's really interesting. There's probably a way, and Tom Hadley needs to get in on that. Come so on, he, Tom. So he can get his patent and his Come on. sweet, sweet cheese. Um, yeah. But it, I, I just, you know, I feel like dentistry is negative enough. Mm-hmm. You guys don't need to be turning on each other. And if you don't like somebody, here's a concept. Walk away. Yeah. Don't deal with them anymore. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of walk away. If, if you're a piece of shit human being, I'm done. I'm shutting you down and moving on. And there was a song by a Liverpool group, Cast, and the song was Walk Away. And that's the thing. It's like, do you think that fighting with me or getting into a massive heated discussion is going to change my mind? Mm -hmm. And this is something we talked about during this whole COVID thing is I've never been in an argument with somebody where we both walked away with each other's opinion. Right. Well, so. it's kind of like we got brought this up yesterday because uh, there's a, a fake influencer out there. Oh, that... God. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I... Dental influencers. You're not that important. Well, and unless you've actually done something other than creative posts on your Instagram. Yeah. Well, and I guess this person um, somehow was a KOL early in their career. Like, that, but this person hasn't even been out he's of school been a couple at, years. 20 minutes ago, he yeah. was in dental school. But he's getting dropped as a KOL. And so he wrote a strongly worded letter and to the people that were dropping him. But And then he took a picture and put it on Instagram so everybody could read, thinking, I, I guess he's thinking people are going to side with him or something. All it does is prove that it's the old Mark Twain thing. It's better that people, you remain silent and people think you're an idiot rather than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Right. Uh, he's, he's proving he's a moron. Um, and 
I'm actually kind of enjoying the shit show that it's become. It's, well, but it's just... It's a train wreck. I can't walk away. I, I literally feel like I need to pop popcorn and just keep scrolling and watching, watching him it because, implode. And, and that's the thing that I feel like you... That's one of the reasons that I feel like dentists need therapy is they feel like they're not heard. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have these patients like... So in our office, we have a magic eight ball... And we have and a, crystal a and a crystal ball. I have it and, in the hygiene room, so when they ask me stupid questions, I can grab it. But that's the thing is, like, <laughs> we have dumbass people that are like, "Okay, can you tell me when it's gonna break?" And he's like, "Oh, hold on, let me grab my magic eight ball," and he'll shake it, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "This is basically how I can, I'm going to be able to tell you when your tooth's gonna break." And they're like, yeah, "It what? doesn't look good." <laughs> <laughs> ask again later. <laughs> I mean, come on. But you know, I think in dentistry. It's better to just walk away from somebody than to try to make them look bad by constantly bashing them because the only person that looks bad is you. And I, it's the same thing. I, I mean, that's what I told the girls when they were all growing up. I'm like, the only person that looks bad here is you because you can't just walk away. If you walk away, it goes away eventually. If you're constantly harping on the situation, it's never going anywhere. But the only person that looks bad is you. And, you know, you never know who are on these Facebook forums. I mean, I'm surprised they've let me on a couple because I don't even think I have anything that marks me as being in the dental field. No so, visible scars? No, but nothing like in my bio Walking or anything. With a limp and... <laughs> That whole Nancy Kerrigan, take your knees out. <laughs> um, but it's re- really, um, I think there needs to be some conversation amongst people and stop bandwagging. You know, if somebody is posting shit about somebody else, do not get on the thread and continue it. Grow the fuck up. Pull your head out of your ass. And be a decent human. It's the same thing. Wash your damn hands. Don't be a disgusting human being. Right. Walk away. So, um, Holly, this is an advice show. Okay. Where we try to answer people's questions that we find in those neat little Facebook groups. I really should have said all this much earlier. Uh, we answer those questions we find on Reddit. Reddit! Um, we try to... Answer the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Which are a lot. <laughs> well, the ones we choose. Because <laughs> we're not going to choose questions like, the, what's the best bonding agent? Because we all know that apparently my recent bonding agent isn't as good. Because I had to read yeah. a case and it, the stuff came off too easy. So yeah. I'm, I'm going back to um, Optibon Solo Plus. Yeah. Because that cause... shit was strong as... Yeah. yeah, you go with what's good, yeah. not what's cheap. I don't know what. I, well, it wasn't cheap. It was just a, a convenient. Just different. The, it was convenient. I was trying to stay within brand, and uh, you know, because most brands, you know, they want to. 3M works with 3M. Was worth 3M. Let's keep it all the same. Um, but I, I think I had a better bond with um, Optibon Solo Plus. Yeah. So, um, so I do have a few uh, Reddit questions. None, none of them are about a periodontist. Pussy. 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 So. Um, so in Ask Dentist on Reddit, um, Sober Rufus writes, is my dentist ripping me off? I went to a private dentist today, and I was told I needed three fillings. He has charged me roughly 300 pounds per filling. So I'm, I'm assuming this person's in England. Um, see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and with all the associated costs, it comes to around 1,000 pounds. Um, aside from that, there is nothing else wrong with my teeth. I feel really weird about this as online. I cannot see anyone paying more than 150 on private and only 65 NHS. I am tempted to try the NHS route. Advice is appreciated. Thanks. Well, NHS route, you're most likely getting amalgam and you're going to get the cheapest of whatever they can provide. So when you go private, generally there is a choice in what's going to be used. And you're paying to go private. You're going to get seen on time, be done on time. Things will be done in a more normal manner. And that's such a hard thing because there are plenty of private places that um, 
still behave as if it was an NHS or Medicaid type of facility because we ha- I have a friend from high school that worked in the insurance industry and he would always quote their their studies and things and, and you had to take everything with the, the grain of salt that he ever said because he was very very pro insurance because hell it was his employer he worked for Primera so what yeah. do you do and um and he said you know because one way uh, one litmus test that you, you pay more you're going to get better quality and he goes studies have proven that that's not necessarily true only because they're able to find that one dentist who all debts are paid and he doesn't need anything and he just never raised his fees in, in years and years so now his fees are average to low but he still does a really good job and he doesn't care uh to turn a profit or much of a profit or whatever so you're gonna have those guys skewing it um i i if, if it's it's really hard to, hard to say and for those that were wondering i just did the the math um a thousand pounds is about thirteen hundred sixty dollars in the united states dollars so so thirteen hundred dollars to do three fillings. That that is that is a, a little bit high. Um, but we also don't know. We're we're not giving a getting a circumstance. We're not getting yeah. how big is he basically doing a crown? Yeah, it's, you know we're it, not is he going heroic. Is this? Uh, yeah, is he trying to prevent him from having to spend the money of a crown? So instead of you know three hundred dollars a tooth. Should it actually be thirteen hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars a tooth? Because it should actually be a crown. Yeah. So it's you and know it, it, we've had. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there had the same experience. We've had a lot of patients think, oh, "I'm just going to go save money," and they go to some insurance mill, and then they come back. When yeah. I when I have people that leave and then come back, I, I know that I've got that patient for life, right? Because or until they move, because they. Um, they now know what the, the difference is, the, the experience, because I feel like I give a, a good experience that a lot of people wouldn't otherwise get where um, because of the materials I use, uh, like a, a typical crown, it, it, we can be done so quickly and efficiently, including the crown seat appointment. It just fits perfectly. There's no adjusting there. It, the margins are awesome and, and everything. So sometimes when a patient, they may not ever really experience the have enough feedback to even know how good they had it uh and it's that cinderella song you don't know what you've got until it's gone so yeah uh the next question actually kind of goes along those um same things because in ask dentist this run nerd run underscore nerd i had a routine cleaning and the dentist barely looked at my teeth just wondering if that is normal I recently started seeing a new dentist and went in for my first cleaning. The hygienist was very thorough, asked a lot of questions, tools, x-rays, etc. When it was time for the dentist to come in, she looked at my mouth and teeth for maybe 30 seconds and said everything looked good. I've had a variety of hygienists and dentists over the years, and I know the hygienist usually does the the grouting stuff. I don't know what that that means, but maybe scraping. But this this kind of surprised me. Is this fairly normal? I was just curious what other practices are like. Well, if you have a doctor who looks at the x-rays ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to and, do. Right. And you have a hygienist who actually knows how to do her job. Yeah. I and, found a lot of hygienists think that their job is just to polish teeth and that's it. They say nothing to the patient. They they're, they really just glorify polishers. Yeah. A dental assistant. That's, that's not what the role of the hygienist is. The, high, the role of a hygienist is to sell dentistry mm-hmm. and to communicate between the patient and the doctor. So if the hygienist has seen something in your mouth, the doctor already knows before he comes in there. And, and a well-trained hygienist is going to have already talked to the patient about the, the problem. And then when the doctor comes in, tells the doctor what they've seen and, and, and maybe even told the patient what they think the doctor may do for the treatment. Like they suspect this large amalgam. They see this crack. I, I know... Many times the doctor will will put a crown on a tooth like this. Let's see what he thinks to give the doctor an out because he might look at it and say, yeah, I'm not crowning that. So you don't want to commit the person to a crown and then have the doctor deflate everything and say, nope. But if everybody has done their job and the doctor has already looked at the x-rays and already come in and the hygienist has done her job, he doesn't need to be in there for an hour and a half. Right. An exam well, and is... Well, that's the thing. If you're healthy, I, what I found is, because we were watching The Amazing Race, and, and the um, uh, one guy had made a comment. What's his name? Uh, Penn. Penn. 
Um, big fan of the Holderness family. Uh, Kim and Penn are they are awesome. adorable, and I hope they win. Uh, they, I, they're just awesome, and so yeah. But, but yeah, he, he made he, a he, shit comment. He made it. Well, it wasn't a shit comment. It was funny. <laughs> it's a shit comment. But he, he said, you know, it's like you know the the dent, the dentist doesn't even do anything. He just comes in for five minutes, and, and and he's out the door. So I made a comment on Facebook. It said, yeah. Um, I tap out at three minutes, so yeah, shut up. Mind yourself, sir. Mind <laughs> but, yourself. Um, the reality is healthy people think that. The people that have actual problems and issues that need to be fixed, they, they then experience the true experience from a dentist. Right. But So this person probably was so healthy, got their teeth cleaned, nothing was amiss. Well, yeah. And, and then so the x-rays were basically boring. says it in their, their comments of, you know, I've seen a lot of dentists and hygienists over the years. Well, if you've seen, if you've been going to the dentist and you maintain yourself, yourself and you actually brush your teeth and check occasionally, fo- yeah, check, check it for a record. But, um, yeah, a dentist doesn't, ju- doesn't mean he's not doing his job. It's meaning that he did his job. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how we explain to patients when we do, um, like a Chrome, you know, the planning is done before you ever come into the office. You know, we spend a lot of time planning yours so that when you come in, we can do the treatment in a, as little time as possible. Well, even just a single unit, single crown, <clears throat> single implant. Because people are saying, well, gosh, it takes so little time. Uh, why is it so expensive? So the way I try to tell patients is, you know, years ago, we would, we would plan for about 15, 20 minutes, and then the surgery was an hour and a half. Now we plan for an hour and a half to make the surgery 15 to 30 minutes. So the, the time, everything involved is identical, but your experience is enhanced and, and shorter and, and better and all that. So that's why the fee isn't going to go down. Uh, I had one patient, they just thought that they were just going to keep waiting to, to do treatment because uh, remember when a big screen TV was $10,000 and now we can get it for 150 So I'm like, yeah, no. It's not ever going to happen. This is like a car. Remember when a car was 800 bucks? Now it's 80000 So no, Make it'll never choice. go down. Yeah. It's Take care not of it going now. down cost of everything that's associated with it yeah. is not going down. So, so I think this person just is, is healthy and, um, well, and uh, you know, you don't know what the doctor was doing before they walked into your operatory. You yeah. know, he may have been scrolling through all of the x-rays that were just taken and looking for anything that might be amiss that he could then take a look at in your mouth. But if there's nothing on the x-rays mm-hmm. and he gets into your mouth and you have nothing wrong with you, it doesn't take forever to say you look good. Yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, they didn't spend much time with them. And for me, that means I need to spend maybe five, ten minutes getting to know them. Hey, how you doing? Especially Where's if they're brand new. Is and if they're if they're new. Um, I have a thing. If it's brand new, I I don't talk teeth for at least three minutes. I gotta try. I try to find two to three things to talk about to connect in some way. And then start talking teeth because, uh, yeah, the patient experience, if, if they, perception is reality. You might have done a thorough job, but if they don't feel like you did. But I would yeah. recommend if you are one of those guys that does kind of pop in for three seconds, I would preface your exam with, well, I've been looking over your x-rays yeah. um, and look at the hygienist and say, did you see anything that maybe I missed in the x-rays? Mm-hmm. And then do your, so that they know that yeah. you are spending more time on them, but maybe not more time in their mouth. Yeah. That's one reason why a lot of my healthy people, um, I, I'll, I tarot scan them just, just to try to take more than two seconds. Um, and which is just good to digitize them anyway and have a record to be able to compare in the future and stuff. And it, and it totally impresses the patients. They get to see, cause I, the Tyler yesterday, I scanned him and he was just like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. He had really nothing going on. Yeah. Um, well, because he takes care of his teeth. Yeah. He's, he's healthy and, and he's a good kid. So, kid, he's 20. Um, 20. I just, in my mind, he's still like four. I know. He's been with us his entire life. Yeah. So. so it's, yeah. Um, all right. Final Reddit. Uh, Mog Milk asks, uh, dentist is splitting my root canal treatment into three sessions. Pain between sessions normal? 
Hi, I'm 19 years old and recently moved to a new city. I didn't have a dentist in this city, so when I got a toothache recently, I just registered in a new dental clinic nearby to where I live. I had a cavity, and the dentist said it was best I go for a root canal treatment as the cavity exposed the nerve, and that's what was causing the pain. I began treatment yesterday, and the dentist told me they would be splitting up the treatment over three sessions. In yesterday's treatment afterwards, she told me she had removed the decay, left the root inside, and temporarily filled the tooth until our next session next week. I am a little nervous as at this point because I was under the impression that the root would be removed with the decay, and it's been about 36 hours since the decay removal, and I still have, pain to have tooth pain similar to how it was before any procedure. I suppose I was just wondering if splitting up the procedure this way is normal, and if pain after this first step is normal. First of all, um, this, the treating dentist just did a terrible explanation of what they're yeah, doing. It's the communication. You know, we're not removing your root. Uh, I've had so many people say, I don't have any teeth left. And then you're like, uh, I see your teeth in your head. Well, no, all the roots are gone. And, and, and uh, now there's crowns now. I'm like, you have no idea what's been done to you. It's- well, I have found that dentists really don't know how to communicate. Yeah, there, there are a lot of shitty communicators. And... You know, that's that's something to work on. That's something to really think about because when you when you can't communicate in the dental office, you can't communicate anywhere. Yeah. And to, to me, hearing it, the, the splitting up into three sessions, to me, that means, oh, they have a necrotic tooth and they're trying to do something to prevent further future issues. Yeah. So probably filling up calcium hydroxide to try to. And, and let it soak in there for you know weeks. But like with this, we don't have all the information. Was she? Was it infected? Did yeah. she, was it swollen to like elephantitis? Yeah. Was it? I mean, because with that, they're going to open the tooth, put draining pus. Yeah, I mean, they're going to put stuff in there. They're gonna, maybe going to put her on an antibiotic. Yeah. They're gonna, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you would break it up, and you know, communication is key in every aspect of your life. If you can't communicate, you are screwed, mm-hmm. and you look bad. Just, yeah. I mean, you just look bad because there's no reason to not tell the patient what is happening with them. It goes back to the episode that I talked about. Your patients aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. You're just assuming they are. Yeah. Well, and, and whenever I'm places that don't have, I have visual aids. Um, I'm a son of a teacher. So I, yeah. um, I understand the different ways that people um, learn take in information. So I, I like to have, that's why I have PowerPoints for the big procedures that we do. Um, I like models to show things. And um, this sounds like this person had enough involved in this tooth. Their expectation was one thing and they're getting something different. So you better explain why. Well, and the endodontist probably, more, well, that's the thing is she doesn't know that she's gone to an endodontist. It sounds like yeah. she thinks that she just went to a different dentist. Yeah. And she's, no, this is a specialist and the specialist, this is one thing I've only run into one endodontist that I don't think is a complete ridiculous communicator. And I don't know if that's a thing, but if you can't communicate. So you're saying all the endodontists out there? No, but all the ones that I've met aren't great communicators. It's like Hmm. they're. A little bit on the spectrum where... Well, I think you have to be in order to become an endodontist. Yeah, where you you do one thing. Only a spectrum person would... And not. so... <laughs> great. Now we're going to get all kinds of hate mail. People are going to be shit-talking us on all the forums. Yeah. No, no one's going to defend us. Yeah. But it's, you know... And, you know, again, going back to therapy. Learning to communicate. You know... Talking with somebody. Because an endodontist wants to do it in a single visit. They, right. They don't so, want to keep having to have you come back. So doing it in three. And then usually I see it here in two. So to do it in three means, unless they're including the very first visit that they went and had got referred from in, right. in that. But well, usually they, it's two. Because my other thing was, is are they... Cause Must are, be really bad if it's three. Did she have the initial appointment? Then she went to the endodontist. He put calcium hydroxide in it then he was going to do the root canal then she was going to have to have the crown done so she's got all these visits that are incorporated in this one tooth 
I mean, it was one one of the visits an emergency, so they fine. They opened the tooth up, didn't really extirpate anything, and just put a cotton pellet soaked in like former cresol or CMCP or something in there, just to help kill some stuff. Kill stuff. And if if so, then yeah, you're probably not going to feel great until the next visit when they really go out there and clean it and debride everything. Yeah. So there's a so. lot of factors in there that we're not getting. Yeah, that's why asking questions on Reddit sometimes um, probably not the right way to get an- answers to your questions. You should probably talk to your doctor. Well, and that's the thing. And the doctors <laughs> need us. to actually be able to talk to their patients yeah. and explain to them what they're doing. It doesn't matter that you know what you're doing. They also need to know what you're doing. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing stuff that they really have. They're just hoping that you're going to help them. And, you know, if it's you're doing something weird or crazy or it's going to take forever, you need to explain to them why, mm-hmm. you know, help them out because it'll only you'll only look better. Yeah. And I mean, because we have a lot of um, engineers in our office. Yeah, we're close to Boeing. And so people here, you know, they are very technical. They want to know exactly what you're doing and how you're going to do it and why you're going to do it because that's how their brains work. Mm -hmm. And you're a very good communicator with your patients. They, you know, feel comfortable asking you for more information. They feel like, you know, we care about them. Most of our patients have been here with us forever. Mm -hmm. And then the new guys that come along, they're like, oh my God, my dentist has never done this before. And that's, that's when it becomes frustrating when they say, my dentist, all my other dentists never told me this or that. And I'm like, what I just did was so basic. I didn't, this isn't new, but it's not, but it is extra when it's never happened before. But we also have large screen monitors for the patient to actually see what you're seeing. Yeah. So you're looking at them through magnification so we can put it on the screen and they can see exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those types of things make a big difference. And so, yeah, this is, um, yeah, dentistry is an interesting little bugger. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we should probably wrap it up. Okay. Um, well, sorry I wasn't drunk because, <laughs> well, I was at the very beginning and then it just went sideways yeah. so. you got two, two minutes of drunk holly but uh sober the morning after holly was uh a little bit more different. Con- so. conscious mm. so uh rate and review us everyone yes we started yes. Off it was about so it. exciting to get reviews and to get messages and it makes it really fun yeah um it's proving I, that people are actually listening and i don't know to. if i'm going to be able to do this you know very much longer or if uh josh is coming back or what he's doing but i really super enjoyed it um but yeah let us know what you think so we know what we should do so if people wanted to communicate with you how do they find you um facebook okay. holly homiak timmerman chomchak okay. uh globetrotter grub on instagram. instagram okay um or travel girl 71 because okay. that's another Instagram handle that so I have. So you've got a couple accounts. So you yeah. can comment on yourself yes. and, and give yourself uh, a pat on the back. Yeah. You're doing great. You're awesome, Holly. Because that one fake influencer was getting the, all these. He, I think he became a KOL because he had like 10 accounts that he would compliment himself with. Yeah, which is so weird. And have conversations I think. with himself. I wonder if he's got a um, disorder that. Uh, like a multiple personality? Like, like maybe he really was honest feedback uh, to himself. Yeah, you might have a split personality. That's kind of weird. That's a little scary. A little bit. Um, um, but so. yes, we we actually do see when you comment on stuff and you you know make mention of what we're doing. It it does make us feel good, and yeah. we appreciate it. Well, and, and we like to give shout outs to you because I think Aaron's uh, associate's name is Brittany. So okay. um, I think if I remember right, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. 
um, moved from Chicago, wanted to get away from a city. Yes. So that's why they're in Pahrump. Yep. Um, Which is interesting because that's the wine capital of Nevada, if you did not know that. So um, we actually went to a winery. There were two wineries that we found in Pahrump. And because I work in wine, and so anytime we go anywhere, we always try to find if there's a winery there. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, it's over, you just got on this road, and it's over there. And we didn't realize. Well, I think we knew quickly. It, it was it's an a, hour. Yeah. But if you have a really fast car, it's a really fun drive. Yeah. There's some straightaways. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. But so if you ever go visit Pahrump, there's some wineries there. There's some wine. A um, couple of cool looking wineries. Mm-hmm. But um, anyone else? Shout out to um, oh, and, and it was it was cool. Uh, Chris Stafford, uh, my friend in Ireland. Well, he's now in. Did he make it? Yeah. In- okay. He's been back and forth. Anyway, someone had a, a vet question in our shitters group and uh, said, "Isn't Chris? Isn't your wife Christina a vet?" And, and shared an x-ray of a hip dysplasia or something. And um, so it was really cool. Christina was able to, through Chris, uh, give vet advice. And uh, so. Well, I'm glad he finally made it to his wife because that was a whole thing. Yeah. Being the whole COVID shutdown bullshit travel restrictions and everything. So. Yeah. So. I think that's about it. Yeah. But shout out to Aaron Elliott can- for um, WID. Yeah, and um, Gary Holtzclaw also. Yes. Um, beat her to it this last week. Ah, good job, So that's why he Gary. wrote WID and um, WID. But that yeah, is, you can find me, uh, Dr. Timmerman uh, DMD. It's not about you. On Instagram. I, Just, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, but I got to pick the song this yes, week. This yes, this is your, your song. So tell us about your song. So if you've never seen the movie Empire Records, watch it. It's it's kind of like a no-brainer, super fun mo- movie with great soundtrack. It tanked in the box office. It did, which usually means it's one of the best movies it's out a, there. A cult classic. And uh, our kids all can quote it, and it's just... It's such a fun movie just, to watch. It reminds silly. me of... In the movie, the boss reminds me of my boss that I had at McDonald's when I was in high school. Okay. And so I watch it with so much joy. And So we have Working Interferences Day, because when our... Uh, Episode drops, becomes Working Interference Day, which made, made you think of... Rex Manning Day. That's right. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. <laughs> and, oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. And so that's where the song is coming from this week. Okay, so what song? What's it called? Oh, the Oh, L'Amour. Yes. Or, um, I don't know the name. I, I never know the name of the artist, and I never know the name of the song. Je t'adore, Oh, L'Amour, or what I was always it? know the songs. I just know what I like, but that the soundtrack is phenomenal from that movie. So um, everybody should listen. Say no more, Mona more. All right, so that's going to be our song. So, so enjoy it because it's amazing. <laughs> it's a terrible it's song. It's Rex Manning Day. <laughs> uh, people are going to send hate mail to you for ha- making yeah, them listen it's to that so song. So funny. <laughs> All right. So for Holly Timmerman, I am Lance Timmerman. Peace. I love you. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. Hello, baby. Hi, Ray. Rien du tout. Do you want to come over? Pourquoi pas? Call me on my carpet with a gym to sit See, you need a little of my hula-la I know you get lonely in your Canada bed But say no more, baby, I'll be running everywhere Say no more, more no more I'll bring my love in right to your front door Here I come, baby, Chicago Let's have a kissin', baby Say no
preuve sans toi. Oh, je souffre. Ah, Qu'est-ce que je veux te baisser ah, Ta bouche délicieuse. Ouh, Oh, bébé. Qu'est-ce que je veux te pousser J'arrive, 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 j'arr